All right, so um, let's take a roll call to open the meeting. Sure, there's good assembly there. Carolyn Casey, yes. Robert Worth, yes. Bob Meany, yes. Tony Patrick Thomas, yes. Bob Donahoe, yes. Michelle Kirkby, yes. Matthew Eldred, yes. And Mike Weber, yes. Okay, great. Um, <clears throat> a little late, so in the in the um, the main thing we really want to talk about tonight is this is the subcommittee. Um, and did she make you? Um, oh, oh, um, Chris, oh, and um, uh, I didn't see you out there. Sorry. And Phil's muted, so can we say? Um, Go back to that. Yeah, Bill Ernie, Bill, Bill Ernie, yes. Hey, Bill, how are you? Good. Um, okay, so we have a shorter agenda, which is good because we have a later meeting start. So let's um, let's start with the site tour that I missed um, a couple Mondays ago, or last Monday, I think it was. Um, I could see two, three minutes, but lost. I just figured we just have a quick conversation about like, what we like, what we saw. Um, yeah, um, I just, I'll start. So um, thank you again, Robert, for taking us through that. That was really helpful and spending all that time with us. So. Yeah, in the future, anyone else wants to come, you know, just let me know when. Um, I think, you know, obviously nice new space is, is you know, always makes you jealous when you see it. Um, I think that a couple of things that struck me that weren't necessarily top of mind for me before, um, but, you know, the accessibility factor of having everything on that one level and the various things that you pointed out to us that were done specifically to meet the needs of accessibility, I thought that was really important, um, you know, and, and got me thinking about what kind of footprint we would need for a school in order to ensure that we could, you know, support that. Um, the use of the space, um, you know, was really interesting to see the, the fact that you didn't have like traditional lockers and you kind of had these like nice, clean, wide hallways for the kids to get where they were going. I thought that was really great. You didn't have that lingering factor of kids hanging out and, you know, taking up space on their way here and there. Um, you also have the luxury of all that beautiful outdoor space. So I think that was, um, you know, it, it, it pointed out the fact that you kind of had the best of both worlds. You have this nice, you know, space but you also have room to grow um, you still have all the fields you still have everything else and, and definitely a different situation than at least where our current field street property affords itself um and, but as far as like amenities and the placement everything was really well thought out obviously really nice um you know from the projection systems and, and the technologies that were able to be included i thought were super impressive as well um and and just you know again thoughtful thoughtful use of space not enough space to meet the needs for the volume of kids that we're talking about I think we said that the numbers were were not quite it so ours would obviously look a little bit different um, than what we saw there um, and I know that you know I asked about the age of the school and I think you said that one was built in the sixties whereas ours yes. is built in the forties so you know just that question about our ability to um, you know, to move forward with a renovation with our property as opposed to to what um, what they dealt with there. But um, but yeah, it was really nice to see. Um, obviously, nice, modern, well thought out security um, aspects of it, which I think are also important. As mom, um, were nice to see as well. Any other thoughts on the uh, on the school itself? Those are really good points. I would ditto everything Kristen said about it. It was 
amazing the outside space around the school. Um, and there was a whole walkway around the school. Um, so it was a really nice setting. I liked also how the library was like come in the lobby and the library was there, sort of a welcoming kind of place, right? The new lobby and then the library. Um, of course, everything was new and clean and shiny. And um, it's on a slab, so there's right on a slab. Yep, right on a slab, one yeah. level. So there's you know all the utilities are in in the back of the school. And the utilities were, was a great space you know sometimes they're so small but it was actually room for the maintenance people and it was very quiet super quiet utilities and there was a generator outside the generator was pretty key yeah yeah was it an emergency generator or something that functions all the time uh yes emergency generator but we've also used it probably six or seven times this year like okay. just losing power yeah storm is so emergency damage so yeah, and it uh, powers the whole entire school. So, well, for for well, over um, three days. Amazing. So, yeah. other, other, we haven't needed natural gas. Yep, yeah. natural gas. And they have a preschool wing attached to the school, right? And you, I mean, you walk through, which was nice. It had its own entrance. So, you know, the kids come in the front, but the parents could drop off the preschoolers and didn't have to mix in with everybody else trying to walk in. That is Having like a morning, more, you know, they have a morning drop off and an afternoon drop off and right. pick off. Yeah. So there was a good thought put into the um, the way it functions. If I'm making sense, the flow of it, you know, in terms of using it every day, I thought that was. And you did have that sort of community space aspect where you could close off the school and keep that new gymnasium open for people to access without accessing the rest of the school, which I, I know was in consideration for the new school plans. I thought it was nice to see that and obviously really functional and again, safe. So that was nice. Yeah, I think it's, it was thoughtful, but not my thought, obviously, because I wasn't there when it happened. But, uh, the yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of thought put into like having the space function as a community space yeah. beyond school hours, right? Like making it a functional space for uh, basketball and um you know, um, the senior citizen population and just anyone who wants to use that space for anything after school hours or in the summer, it's, it's a functional space for that. And it's able to be sectioned off from the school. So, and even the even bathrooms are there with it. So, yeah, you can section yeah. it off and totally could be used. Yeah. No one else would be walking down the school halls or anywhere else. And it, so, well, that was also another thing that was well done. So, I, see, you know, I, I like that. That walkway that actually doubles as a drive. Yeah. You can get all the way around the exterior of the building with a vehicle mm -hmm. if you need to. The little toggle locks on the classroom doors. Yeah. Classroom mm -hmm. teacher doesn't need a key. The substitute doesn't have to worry about getting a set of keys. You want to lock the classroom door from the inside. It's locked, easy, nothing to it. Um, that bus drop-off area was that was really key to keep those two sets of traffic apart from each other and the you know the community aspect just like this room is you get to know secure areas of this building but everybody can come in here and uh, and use this and I, I felt and the other thing is the um the breakout areas so like the specialists and the one-on-ones 
right outside a classroom of like maybe like four or five, three, four classrooms, and then an open area that could be shared and could be used, and there could be one-on-one, one-on-two conversations without having to take the child to the other end of the school. You know, you're still within where your class is and whatnot. Not a lot of movement. I thought it was really nice. And that cafeteria was spectacular. That that was a really nice setup. Not to mention it was absolutely immaculate. Yes. It was just they knew you were coming. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing smelled bad. It didn't smell like much. <laughs> but the time you can say, Bob, that's such a good point. The time you can say child is going to be seen working with a sped teacher or something. So going down a hall and into another room and back and forth and you, you see people in the way you have to say hi. You just walk out and there's this little, it's not huge, but it's a good size space and all the classrooms there can use it and then there's another one further down. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's all open and visible and there's privacy yeah. and it's enough room. Right. But you don't have to worry about, you know, the door being shut, the door being open. And not having to cover the windows by the doors because yeah. the doors are solid. Um, another just they put and the, and the glass that is not uh, what it uh, it doesn't shatter into the tiny little cubes. Yeah, the uh, uh, safety glass. Yes, yeah. Uh, it's not uh, not like bulletproof. Right, shatter resistant. Right. So that was that was a nice aspect. Of it. There's teachers, a lot of thought. Teachers had an out a door outside and they had the key fob. Right. Yeah. Up, but only that only they had it to get in and out. <laughs> so they have the hall door, but also an outside door. You don't have any interior classrooms then? We have interior offices. Yeah. But all of the classrooms have exterior doors and they share a tiny vestibule with the abutting classroom. Mm-hmm. So um, they both share one exterior door that's only um Sequence to their key fob. So only two teachers have access to each exterior door. Uh, I mean, there's definitely downsides. Like, we were, you know, I, there's a lot of great things about a renovated building, or, you know, I, but opposed to a new building, too. Like, this year I'm struggling with even just like sinks. Like, we don't have a lot of sinks in the building because the plumbing wasn't completely redone. So you are kind of, you know, you're the victim of whatever the, the plumbing was in the past. And, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't necessarily built for, you know, 2023. So um, there's things like that that are, they're small, but they're actually big. Like our teachers, our staff room doesn't have to sink in it right now. So there's downsides too. It's not all perfect. Yeah, that plot access was a, was a big point too. I know like the town hall, like you guys are going to the plots up there. So, you know, if you've got to, got to get in, you got the fog on the cruiser. Fire apparatus, ambulance. Yes, all the officers have access. You're in. Bob's to all the buildings. Don't have because, you know, tense time, fine motor skills, Ian, that doesn't function. That's just gone. We won't be able to do it. Bob, easiest, brilliant, easy stuff. Very simple. I'll add on top of everything I said. I obviously never saw the building in the 1960s or before it was renovated, but I was impressed by the ability. I saw it on a pretty dreary day. The ability to have natural light, the amount of natural light that was coming in all of the spaces, I thought was pretty impressive. Um, again, I don't know what it looked like before, but there was natural light throughout, and especially in like some of those central areas where, it, again, it was just done intelligently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and like uh, higher stuff in between. It was at the it must have been the cafeteria. The cafeteria, yeah, right. yeah. really high. Yeah. Windows, yeah. That was nice. Oh, that was well done. 
So even though you're in the center, the gap yeah. there is, you, you feel a lot of light. It feels great. Yeah, I'm so like that too. Like, yeah. Clear stories, I would call it. Like the architectural questions yeah. that a lot yeah. more light. Yeah. yeah. Was the emergency generator existing or added? It was added. I believe, I'm not completely sure, but I believe it was a requirement of the, uh, uh, okay. you know, new project. And we have like electric charging station. Like all that was a, a requirement. It was non-negotiable. If the emergency generator kicks in, are you, do you still hold classes? Yes. Yeah. So it kicks in without interruption. So um, whether it's in the middle of the day or, you know, in the morning, uh, we hold classes. Yeah. So the town loses power. You guys still hold class and such. Yes. Run off emergency power. As it was when that one was put in, was it put in with any consideration to the building being used, like you said, the community center for maybe emergency purposes other than school? Like, not to my knowledge, but in case of a, yeah, a substantial emergency, yeah. yes, it would be a, a shelter. But you guys know we have that in all of our schools, right? All five of our schools have those generators. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We just want to make sure you do that. Yeah. yeah. We don't. We don't. That's uh, so, like, there's been times when our middle school, when we completely lost power in the town, and our middle school's gone without power for the day, and they've held classes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks again. And uh, for those of us, including myself, trying to get there. Um, anything else? All right, so I'm going to skip over. Um, Teresa's online. Oh, hi, Teresa. Teresa's virtual as well. Yeah, she's on her Zoom. She's out of state. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Christine. Sorry. Um, so I think it was last meeting. Um, it was asked kind of for a quick notes version of how we got um, to site selection. So I hopped on, on the website. And just pulled out some documents that I'm just going to talk to a little bit, just to give you a, a three-minute rundown. Sorry, the way it printed out, it um, wasn't exactly how I wanted it to be. But and Jeff, I love your comments on this too, if you don't mind, because you were part of it as well. Um, but generally speaking, so site selection started almost immediately um, when the architect was hired. Um, and so I would say that was late 19, 2019. Uh, I think Aerospeed was on probably in the fall of 2019. And, you know, they ended up being a, um, a member of, the, of all of our meetings. So um, the two main issues at the time, like right away, we had to, to decide upon was site selection and grade configuration. So uh, I won't touch too much on the grade configuration piece, but basically everything that we kind of looked at in regards to site selection was based on either three, four, five, or four, five. So we did, we did both kind of, you know, parallel paths until um, the school committee kind of decided if it was going to be um, two grade or three grade school. Um, so my gut tells me that we'll probably have to do some sort of similar process. Um, but that said, it really got going in January. If you look at that first piece um, that I've given you, um, Anybody not have the, these four pages here? Okay. Um, and again, they're on the website, but so the January 2020, that, that top one there, if you, I couldn't find the actual document, but if you look on the, on the left-hand side of that, where it says Dale Street, Wheelock, Hospital Hill, McCarthy Park, Redgate Farm, and then the other hospital campus, these were kind of the six sites that were identified by the architect as available, town-owned, you know, hypothetically, where could a school go? 
Okay, so we kind of started there. Um, the four on the right-hand side, the Hospital Hill sledding, the McCarthy Park, uh, the Red Gate, and the, the hospital campus itself were immediately eliminated. Um, I can't give you too much background into why other than what's red, what's, what you see here. Um, Where's Red Gate? Where's it located in town? Um, red Gate, I don't know, actually. Somebody, we looked at it on the map. Philip Foundry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Philip Street. That's enough for that. Yeah. Um, so, and again, Redgate Farm, um, we had federal traffic issues acquired to preserve open space. So that kind of defeated the purpose of why it was acquired, you know, that type of stuff. So I will tell you candidly that the entire, all of us were not part of the decision making to get rid of the four of them, although it made total sense when explained to us. Um, and my gut tells me that we'll probably go through a similar process here. Because candidly, all six sites are feasible. Okay. Um, so it boils it down to Dale Street and Lula as far as sites that made sense to have a school on, um, candidly, because both of them already have schools, right? Um, so that's kind of where it started in, um, in January, February of 2020. Um, obviously, in March of 2020, COVID came into the mix, right? So uh, our meetings became virtual. Um, looking back at all of our meeting notes, the, the the one main meeting we had in like September to vote on the site was actually disrupted with uh, you know, we had technical issues. We had to like stop and then restart the meeting. It was kind of a pain. Um, but the, the main thing on the site selection, we, we discussed it in various meetings. We were meeting about month to month, January through call it June, I'll say. And every single meeting notes mentions a talk of site selection. So uh, we did discuss it. Um, I talked about getting community input. So if you look at the June 2020, so the second page that I've given you, um, there are two main you know, questions, um, which is funny. We had 854 um, respondents to the uh, survey that was sent out, um, 852 and 853, which I think is similar to the survey results we received for our survey. Um, but anyways, if you look at those, the one on the... Um, on the left-hand side shows a graph of where 37% of they prefer the Dale Street, 25%, uh, 38%, 25% said Dale, 23% um, didn't have enough info, and 15% said no preference. So, you know, the community at that time, the 850 respondents, you know, preferred Dale. Um, obviously, that was taken into account, but it wasn't, it wasn't obviously the decision maker for the community at that, at that time. Maybe it should have been in, in hindsight, right? It's 2020. Um, but regardless, that's kind of like a survey that we got. Not as many respondents as we wanted at that time, if I remember talking about it. Um, that said, we also had a fair amount of people, you know, 37% not having enough information or not caring where it went. So you know, that was that's kind of a big number as well. That's the majority of the people if you ask me. Um, so that's kind of, like I said, we were going through all of those. And then in August of 2020, um, in these, if you look at the third slide there, um, you know, we were kind of given very rough layouts of what it would look like uh, on Dale Street. And this is obviously one architect's version or vision of what the schools would look like. Um, and if you look at the Dale Street site, all six of them have the existing building, you know, the, it looks like the um, the front facade and, and the building on the left is existing to remain. 
right? Um, and Jeff, you remember the exact reasoning why we kept those front buildings existing to remain? Because I, I don't, other than it was historic. I think but, people felt strongly about keeping the historic nature of the pillars and National Rail, you know, keeping that there. That, that's my recollection as well. So, again, this is three years ago now, but my recollection is, is that was kind of important to some in the comments section in the survey. This survey that's um, from June 2020, all of the um, comment sections are available right on, you know, if you go to Medco Public Schools, you can you can get all this information. But if you go to that June 2020 meeting, that's where you'll find this. And that's where all those, a lot of those comments were, that's historic, we need to keep some sort of that. So that's right, wrong, or indifferent, that those were the options that were presented to us, okay? Um, so what happened also during this time is that uh, our PSR was due to the MSBA. I believe it was due um, originally at the beginning of September. And then, you know, basically because of COVID and the lack of meeting formally in person, we pushed that PSR submission. Um, PSR is the first schematic report. It's kind of the first step um, in the MSBA program, one of the first steps. Um, we, we pushed that back twice. So I'll also tell you that I don't say it was rushed, um, but the community felt it was rushed um, in regards to making the decision on site selection and um, maybe even great configuration. But regardless, that was a lot of comments we had when voting on um, the actual, um, we did vote on it at the end of um, September and into October, um, as far as, as a committee. To, to, you know, vote for Wheelock School. Um, and again, the comments we got at that meeting, as well as at the Board of Select meeting, meeting um, immediately following that meeting, was that, you know, the community felt that would be that specific. So we need to be cognizant that we're getting comments about rushing decisions that are obviously pretty large. Now, this is my takeaways, right? I, I just think that we need to just, that was some of the comments we got back. So if you look at the last the, um, eight and a half, um, or the 11 by 17 here. Um, this was an evaluation criteria matrix developed by um, the architects um, and given to all the members of, of the committee at the time. But basically they wanted us to rank one through five, you know, what we felt was, you know, all of these categories, educational, site building, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I can tell you, um, that it came up many times that we said, hey, we don't want to base our decision just on these scores. We'll do it because we're being asked to do it. But that said, you know, we don't want this to be our decision maker. Um, in the end, it ended up matching our decision. So um, right, wrong, and different again. Um, you know, as a, as a group, I believe the G1 site, and if you look back at the pictures, that was kind of what we went forward with in the PSR study. And G1 was, uh, you know, grades four and five, and it's in the top right. Um, you know, that kind of schematic is what we, you know, went down path on. So anyway, my gut tells, you know, the other problem with the evaluation matrix, candidly, is that, you know, some of the stuff, um, the educational category, I, I am, I have no idea. I'm not an expert in the educational category. Like, I couldn't do voting on that, like, with, other than my kid, you're in school, right? Um, where we, we have educators and professionals who are educators, you know, maybe they don't know much about um, 
you know, logistics security, or, or maybe they don't know uh, construction itself, right? I don't know. Sustainability. Maybe, maybe they're not experts in that. In that but regardless. Um, so that's kind of the Cliff Notes version of how the site selection came about. And Jeff, is that five minute summary? You know, a lot of discussion every meeting, I would say, but again, it was just one topic out of four or five that we went through every meeting. Um, and I'm happy to do this for more major issues. And look at that, like we talked about prior, we're moving forward, but we should at least understand what we've done in the past. So if I can add any more color to any major issue, um, again, these printouts are not um, the best, but I just took four or five of them and said, hey, look, this is kind of what we did. Um, so any questions on that? Any questions on how we kind of, yeah, just one that's on, on the uh, Dale Street site. Yeah, physically is the, is the site itself. I mean, I guess I already know the answer. But yeah, yeah, large enough to accommodate the needs without going to a second, you know, second floor, and large enough on a first floor basis to give everything that is required for the sport, or is it a tight fit? Great it's hard to tell from. Tiny little pictures that I have. Absolutely. Yeah, no, the um, and what's not shown is so the answer that we kind of concluded at that time is that it was not possible to do on a single floor. Uh, at the same time, the Lula proposal was not a single story building either. Oh, okay. Okay, so um, I guess so that was kind of indifferent, but that's a very good question. The Wheelock Lock site, especially if we were leaving, I mean, the Dale Strike site, excuse, excuse me, especially if we were leaving, um, you know, the old original uh, pillars in that side of the building, if we were just going to build on the field in between Memorial um, the Memorial and Dale, it was a very congested site. Okay. And that was one of like my main concerns as a, as a construction professional. Okay. Um, okay. A, it's phased. Students are not going to be, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was a tight, much tighter, not a greenfield site, much more impacts to people and um I wouldn't say residents so much, candidly, because you know construction people can keep everything within a fence. I'm not, I'm not well, we weren't overly concerned about that. It was more like congested. When you're all done at the end of the day, you kind of had three separate buildings with the existing maybe redone a little bit or just mothballed for the instance, mm -hmm. a new school, very little field space, and then you know gotcha. the, the kindergarten first things behind that. Um, but again, both were on both were two story proposals. Um, Mike, can I just ask a question so I'm understanding this? Yeah, right? sure. So on um, four through five, uh, B1 and E1. Yes. So the yellow is the new. Correct. And so, like on B1, so you were going to make the yellow the new, but you were that white you're keeping. Yeah, so at that time that was um that and that's particular um B1 was um a base an ad rental. So that was a renovation to existing and an addition. Okay, right. So yes, that's correct. So then the next one yellows way over. So were you leaving the white over? We were gonna leave that and kind of mothball it due to you know some concerns in regards to historical if I remember that's right. Okay, because wasn't the Planned for it or anything, just but we're gonna rip down kind of the cafeteria yeah, and all the area right. back to that. Yeah, everything else is gonna kind of stay. Okay, 
a reuse for the town later, which, you know, again, okay. in hindsight, may not have been the best decision because I think mean, we have an empty building with who knows what we're going to do with it. Um, but yeah. Okay. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Try to shoot the picture. So yeah, those pictures are a little small again, and there 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 is more detail. There um, all the work done for the last school, um, basically from um, late nineteen through the voting, is all, all all pretty well documented on that website. And the website, Christine, is new. Looks good. Yeah, yeah nice job. Um, it's it, pretty easy to navigate too. Um, and I have notes and things of that nature that I was looking back on, but it really they matched kind of the meeting notes, so it wasn't. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that's the first one. All right. So I just wanted to kind of let everyone know. Uh, and, and again, everyone had different feelings on goods and bads and pros and cons, and we don't need to get into that because we're going to develop our own. But generally speaking, um, that's what that was. Um, and again, moving forward, if there's more of those items that people want to talk about, I'm happy to dig up the past and spend five minutes on just. Just an education on like, hey, what did we say last? Just just so we're on the same page. Um, speaking of um, things being on the website, we skipped over um, the meeting minutes, but I didn't get a copy of them. So in our next meeting, we'll approve two sets of uh, meetings. Mm -hmm. That's okay. All right. So with that, it did that. Um, Bill's going to be here in a bit. Why don't we get going on the um, on the subcommittee? Um, sure. Um, we've got Teresa there too. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Bill. Uh, so the subcommittee uh, met last night, and we've had the uh, survey out for a week. And I want to say that uh, we were very pleased because we have over eight hundred respondents. Respondents. Um, we decided we're going to leave it up to the 16th. That's going to so it'll be one more week. Uh, the subcommittee is meeting on the 20th. We wanted to end it on the 16th, and that would give us day to each of us look at it so when we meet, you know, we have time to absorb it. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Can you, Teresa, can you just check the, the, um, the survey? I tried to actually get onto it today, um, and it said it was closed. Um, I'm on it now. Oh, you are? Yeah, it has 812. Let me reload it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can? Yeah. Sorry. Sunday to Okay. Maybe it's, if it's right. closed because you took it. What's that? Mm -hmm. um, I actually didn't. <laughs> I didn't because I didn't get an email. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. Uh, Wait, um, did you get my email? I said? No. Oh, maybe. No. No. I sent everyone on the town on on this group an email. Yeah. And told you to spread it out through, and put the link uh, in through, it uh, through the town that? your town email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I didn't get it. Either. Okay. Can you open your town emails and see yeah. if it's there? I've got my open email. Yeah. Really? You got it. All right. So you for it. Sorry, so that's sorry. You got it too. Okay, so there's two. That's. I think it wasn't sent to the, the group, oh, though. Yeah. I listed everybody. Okay. Okay, so Michelle doesn't have an SEC one because she has on school committee. So that, that's the oh, that's why right. okay. people didn't get. But it, everyone else? I'll have to look. I'll have to look. Okay. 
everyone else was on. Did you get it? No, but you sent it to me separately. Yes, you I knew did. I didn't. You get weren't it. on. Yeah. You know, I knew you weren't on. So it came through on the through Google. So I I just um I can uh, look right here. So I just okay. um I I just put I drafted a little email and I I gave also attached the blurb for you to put in front of the email and just said send it to everybody you know. And how many your email address? I am on the one we all have in common, the SBC uh, Medfield.net. That's so, what I used. And hold on, I'll look at um I just sent ones and I'll see there it is. Hmm. And I sent Jeff's yeah, that right he, he got yeah. it up right away. So that's the that's the problem. I'm going to check out. This is written. Well, this one is going to be the town one. Yeah. So it's. All right. It's still open. Sorry. I'm glad I asked. Underscore. Okay. okay. I'll take it. I will. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to today. I'm like, it's closed. I went to um, the school website. Yeah. That's why. Ah. Should we get a master email list though? Because do we am I the only one that doesn't have SVC? You don't have SVC. No. You have SVC? Yeah. Okay. Teresa, do you have SVC? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Everybody does. Yeah. Does the interest come out? Yes. You probably have a do you have a the school committee? Yes. 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 No, I think Christine is that she have two? Can she you can't have. Is there a way that is there a way to oh, you know the entire? Oh, I didn't know what's calling the emails underneath it, like an, an alias for all of them instead of each individual person. Yeah. Oh, it's just Google. Yeah. 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 No, we can add an email address to that person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So does that so that doesn't make sense? Yeah. No. I think they created a group, but I don't. I think it's, I don't think it's. If we let communication from you, we give you the email. Yeah. Right. So then, all right. Um. So is okay. So is there anyone I should send that who doesn't have the little blurb we wrote? Is there anyone I should give that? I think we could. Yeah. I already did it. So. Okay. So I'll use your school committee one from now on, sorry. And I'll, um, we just wrote a tiny little blurb saying, please fill this out and would you forward it to anybody you know? Let's yeah, no, I got Jeff's email yeah. to all the parents. So, so I took and that. And the same blurb I gave him. Yeah, so and I made it into a school committee post. So we did post on behalf of the school committee. Great. Asking people to fill it out. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. But I didn't get any Okay. All right. So, um, what I have to share with you is we put together, again, it's open for another week, so we don't have all the data yet, but I want to kind of show you where we were. And uh, Bill put together a very nice um, little uh, summary of it. And let's see, wait a minute, I have to share. Uh, hold on, I opened this now because I was looking for my email. So let me just share. Okay, so first he put a nice picture on it. Mm. It wasn't his, and I forget who he said it was. Do you remember? Colleen, thank you. And then he just gave quickly just to say, you know, it was open to everybody. 
Um, we had two democratic uh, demographic questions. How did you vote? And what's your current relationship with kids in the Metro public schools? And then we were asked everyone to um, choose the importance of 11 different uh, factors. And this is first the overall result about how many people voted. These two right here, this is yes votes, 29%, and this is, this is um, the next one to yes. These are the neutral votes. And then this 23% is, is a no, the flat no, I didn't like it. And this is, I voted no because I had some concerns. Um, I'm sorry, that looks so little up there. But, um, and then if people didn't like our statements, they could write in a statement. So these are some of the statements people wrote in themselves. There's five little pages of that. So the I, I did not vote, that's... On that pie chart, that's small. It's really small. What was the actual? Do we know? Um, when people did not vote. Uh, you know what? I would have to go and do the real survey for one. Oh, that's okay. I just didn't know. Okay. I can do it after. Yeah. Um, and then these are the factors um, that we asked about. And, and purple is five. It's a really important factor to you. And green is important. Neutral is the yellow, and then you're, it's not important all the way to blue. So when you look at this, you see some columns. The purple is very high. And I want to point out down here, this is educational uh, programming, and it this is actually the tallest column. But you see here the number four hundred right there. It, well, it, that purple is above 400, and up here is 400, and these purple columns are below it. So it, it looks like it's as tall as these, but it's actually uh, was the most important factor for the respondents. That's and the other ones, of course, that are um, pretty strong are cost and location. And then you can see some of those are quite as much. State funding uh, was for some groups. It matches costs right? pretty much. Well, we thought that, and then um, Bill um, uh, took this data and he used uh, NPS, which Kristen can explain better than me. Um, Just that net promoter score. Yeah, net promoter score. He uses that as business, and they find. Do you guys know what it is? Yeah, I didn't know until last night. So. Net promoter score is like a scale of one to five or one to ten. One to ten. Anybody yeah. who's going to be, you know, eight, nine, ten is going to really promote you. Anybody who's kind of three through seven, it's fine, but they're never going to say good or bad about you. Two or one, they're going to say you stink. And what he did is he used our um, questions about how you're connected to the Medfield schools to then step out, you know, if you are connected, do you vote yes or no? And so with that information, initial observation, these are the yes notes over here, and these are the no over here. And you can see that people with um, kids in school Tended to vote yes. <clears throat> and people who don't have kids in school over here, the big gray, um, tended to vote no. And Carol, that. just real quick, those um, that did not vote, that was count to 44 out of the 812. Thank you. I'm at 44? 
44. Thank you. And then the next piece um, uh, Bill did was to sort of look and see. So if you voted here, so know what mattered to you. And educational program mattered the most to people who voted yes. And location and cost mattered most to people who voted no. So it's funny on the yes votes, the, the kind of bullet points you have, only six people out of 24 would said um, MSPA funding was second most important, but cost wasn't. Yes. Right? Yeah. And the same thing goes on the right-hand side, but where MSBA funding was not used to be important, but cost was being important. Yeah. But maybe they don't understand. Well, that's what we know. thought last <laughs> night. We that's talked true. about that. Like, yeah, this doesn't... If you ask my wife about that, she... Yeah. yeah. Sure. Because we were saying, if, if you, cost matters to you, doesn't doesn't say funding matter, but it... So we're not sure. Again, sure. this is just what happened. We don't we yeah. don't have the information to know exactly what people were thinking or maybe confused about. Maybe there's a reason we just don't understand in the in the data there that people are thinking. That's something for the communications committee to look to look into. Historic preservation was um, not big with either group. Maybe we can demo the front call. No one can and construction impact was not really that big for either group. But that's interesting because location is like the biggest for the no. So yeah. they kind of go. And you remember, I want I want to be real clear. We didn't, we didn't say yeah, we didn't say, do you think we need a new school? We we asked. How did you vote on that proposal? Sure. So this information is only about that proposal. Mm -hmm. People could have said no on the proposal, but actually really want to fix Dale. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to be real clear about it. We, in hindsight, I would now like to put in a question. Do you think Dale needs fixing? Just, mm -hmm. just to blanket see what people say. Well, we have more coming up. So that's a yeah. construction impact. Usually it, people think it's temporary, number one. Yeah. Number two, it's local. It's just that immediate area. So not the whole town is voting on something. People on the other side of town, like, it doesn't and construction impact doesn't impact them. Right. Let's remember also on the on the for the consideration. Oh, oh sorry, hold on. I'm sorry, Teresa. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, and on the questions for the considerations, um, we have to be quick not to. Uh, we did say. SBC evaluates future plans because we really wanted to say, okay, kind of where that was. And so as we think about the future, this was the perspective of some of those individuals and those criteria of yeah. what's important to them. So as we, I think that this definitely, it, it, we're getting to where we want to get more knowledge and we understand, okay, well, we've got to tease us, some of these elements out for them. And I, I know, Mike, you mentioned this before at a meeting that you know this is all, this is oh, we got a good response. It's eight hundred. There he is. Hi, you did make it. Excellent. Let's check um, out. <laughs> what a long day. Long day. He went all the way to Long Island to get him back. To him. I don't know. He's dedicated to this <laughs> Um And I'll let you in a minute, Bill, talk as it's your work here. Um, but Mike, you had said that um, 
you know, the, we're going to find out some information, but it doesn't mean that this is telling us what to do. So it's going to be yeah. clear. We, we found out some information. It's 800 plus, which is great. But then we were just figuring a minute ago, we figured there was, what, 3,500 people who, who voted in the end? Maybe sure. close to 4,000. So, again, we're not even half of those who actually mm -hmm. voted. But along those same lines, the survey that I just presented that was, um, you know, when we already had funding from MSBA approved, and we talked about, we were asking the community for, um, you know, basically two huge site selection and um, great, great configuration, we had 854 respondents. Right. So, like, the fact that we don't... Most people don't even know we exist yet. Just to be honest with you, it, you know, yeah. and that's okay. But we'll get there. Um, so this this is an amazing a work. Thank you. And B, I'm very surprised at the number of respondents. I think that's awesome. And that that's actually telling me that like, hey, people's ears are fucked up, which is great. So regardless of what the results are, again, I agree. Um, Unless yeah. it's the same 800 people who have yeah. just always stayed to the end. That's the fear. It's more than last Yeah. More than last time. I think it's very yeah. not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then it's, um, it's more people send out to people that you know. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing to push it out. We have the question about how did you learn about it? Well, first from schools, right? Jeff's email was the biggest. But then it was friends, friends and neighbors. Sure. Um, and there was some hacks, some hometown weekly, some Facebook. But you know, it was people pu pushing it out to to other people. So um, on the no vote, the construction impact. I, I read the same objective, whereas I read that as impacted to the students and the teachers. Yeah, and we did too. Um, but that that may not be because when I think construction impact, until you mentioned to me earlier, um, it could be there's a crane in the middle of town. Who cares? Right? It doesn't affect me. Being yeah. on the other side of the yeah, fence, yeah. industrial, exactly. commercial. Hi. Hi. Did you hear? I did. Um, maybe just a couple of clarifications. But I want to make sure as we use these types of surveys going forward, everybody kind of understands. Um, I know you kind of touched on NPS. So maybe let me just kind of qualify what it means and what we did. So essentially, it takes. Um, Mike, I think he said like, you know, I, I did okay. yeah, no, it's, it's actually, um, so what you try to do is you try to, you try to measure relative advocacy across a common set of, um, criteria. So we had 11 criteria. So what you do when you do it on a scale of five is you take the fives minus the one, twos and threes. Okay. And that gives you a set effectively a relative percentage. So like, but I'm not trying to nitpick, but when you said like six people, said cost, that's actually negative six. So that, that means of all the people that voted, like it would have been maybe like 30% were like five, so they thought it was really important, but 36% um, were one, two, and three. So, yeah, so it wasn't important to them. So it comes out as a percentage, and then you talk to it as, as points. So effectively you take everything, every vote, mm -hmm. and then you do it as a percentage of 100, and then you take the percentage of one, two, and threes, or percentage of five, less the percentage of one, twos, and threes, you get to a relative score. And what happens is, like, if you vote five across all the metrics, everything's important to you, but everything's relatively the same importance. 
So effectively, if you go five across everything, it just cancels it's everything out. Mm -hmm. And same thing you do in three. So what we're trying to do here is get, as people do the radio dots of, all right, more important, less important, right? You're measuring the relative importance of each one relative to each other to kind of get a feeling of what's most important. Mm -hmm. So, um, so like that, um, so we talk about like a 30 point delta, it's a pretty big delta, um, but it's, so, you know, the, the MSBA funding for the S's would have, you know, the fives less the one, twos and threes would be a plus 24% of the vote. Whereas the cost would have been a minus 6% of the vote when you take the fives minus the one, twos and threes. Does that make sense? And it's not, um, listen, if everything came out negative six, you'd say, all right, everything's of the relatively same importance. But when you look at it together across, you know, across all the metrics in this example, like 30% people, 30% of the escalators thought MSBA funding was more important than cost. And so that, so that it just kind of begs the question, like, huh, that's a little weird because, not weird, but it's, you would think that those things would run a little bit more parallel. And then you got to the exact opposite with like the no votes that um, cost was a plus 44. So hugely important. But MSB funding of um, that's actually like, it's, it's double parentheses, so it's negative 10. So you had a 54 point gap between cost and MSB and MSB funding and cost. So again, really like it's, it's interesting and it just kind of raises to my attention that um, like we need to explain the MSBA process, what it means, how it relates to costs. Mm -hmm. Like that's a gap that we have to divide sure. both sides of the fence. Yeah. Because it's, it's clear that like that linkage is somehow broken in people's minds. And whether it's because, um, you know, there was conversation last time about the enrollment projections and the MSBA was forcing on us. So people who know, people who were no votes felt like that that was less important because they didn't like that. Like, I don't know what the answer is. Just, I don't want to even, Get down the road of hypothesizing until we uh, until we get some more data, but it's just but the data would suggest that there's a clear disconnect, and I'll just kind of stop there. And that that's all we're doing at this point. We're saying this is the data and trying to get what learnings we can out of it. Um, sorry, sorry, I just wanted to kind of. I, I, no, I, I, I usually use that bonus score as a single question, so that's way different than yeah. Not like normally business, you would just say like, how likely are you? Are you to recommend X to a friend? And that's way companies like then say, like measure against other companies to figure out like how relatively um, you know, their customer base feels about them. But in something like this, it becomes a very useful tool, again, just to measure relatively across the 11 different criteria or however we do this going forward, the relative importance of each one to that um, set of people. So one of the things that in high, not in hindsight, but now getting feedback and numbers back, do you think could benefit from a, either a deeper dive or just some more like um, level of granularity? So we're already like let's, debating let's, the impact. Yeah, I would say let, let's let's keep going through the rest of it, and then because those are all the questions. Yeah. Okay. So this just takes this is in the graphical form. Um, the you know I just pulled out the snippets. But again, like um, facility size, right? Like pretty neutral and pretty aligned across both segments that, um, you know, it's so you, you would read this as facility size is less, like is um, less important than educational programming, but a lot more important than um, historic preservation. And um, 
you know, same thing. So you go by each one and you can kind of say, all right, what's well, less important to the S's, much more important to those. Costs, less important to the S's, much more important to those. That flips for anticipated funding, right? So what you're trying to do is just measure, um, again, the relative differences. So like for educational programming, like super important to the S's, um, not unimportant to those, but just relatively less important to the no's than to the S's. And then, um, you know, SBAC process, um, not very important to the S's, um, you know, relatively more important to the no's. Um, so yeah, and so like but this for me, it just kind of, it, it, it kind of has you immediately like look at the gaps of, you know, when the red bar is going up and the blue bar is going down or vice versa, that just tells me that there's a disconnect. And like these gaps are wide enough where it's not like a data, um, you know, anomaly or a, a, a sampling error. Like this is real, like disconnects. So there's two here, environmental sustainability, and then there's another, I can't read it, environmental projection. Enrollment projections. Enrollment. Oh, enrollment. Oh, yes. enrollment projections is the one way to the right. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I don't want to read too much until we do more digging. Yeah, sure. Like I was surprised on the, um, like with the focus on net zero. Um, I was I was surprised that in relatively compared to everything else, that um, environmental sustainability wasn't um, you know wasn't kind of closer to the you know the midline. I guess um, again, not that that means it's not important or we should not focus on it. It's just kind of I was surprised. I would have thought that given the focus and attention that um, it may have, it maybe would have scored a little bit higher. I think people mentally tie it to being more expensive though. So if cost is important to them, maybe that like. They, they're they're putting those things relative to one another a little bit too. Yeah, not possible. Yeah, I would too. I think people would assume that zero is maybe. I wonder what that actually means. Like when you yeah. when you're looking at building, like what is it? Is it do we not have electricity electricity cost for the property? Mm -hmm. and like therefore you should have, you know spend money up front so they know, you know whatever. But I just don't think that people understand that. I'm also just thinking. I wonder if mm -hmm. people taking a survey like this, they feel like they can't give everything fives. Yeah. So then they do let something go that are important, but they're like, I can't give everything a five, so I'm going to give this a lowest score. Yeah, again, that, that um, that's fine. All, all we're measuring right now, like, yeah, no, that, like I said earlier, I'm not saying that's not important. Yeah. I'm just saying it's people score relatively to everything else. Yeah, they bumped up. It was less things. important. Right. Um, so, um, do I keep going? Yeah. yeah. Well, what's interesting to me on that one as an educator is that. If you go up just for one second, the two tallest columns for the nose don't have anything to do with education, the kids' experience, our school rankings. Like it just has nothing. It's you could put those two columns for the safety building we're sitting in, for the post office, for so it's just as an educator, I'm like, I don't know how I could say that about a house. Like it's just Again, the don't um the it bars the bars are different. If, if you have a child in school, mm -hmm. like the how this will impact like the educational programming is probably the most important thing to you. It's the one to it's the fourth most important thing to the people who are no. It's, it's not unimportant. Mm -hmm. It's just again relatively, it was a little less important in their minds than some other things. But it doesn't mean it's not important. So I, I wouldn't read it as like they don't. Uh, I don't know. Not I, that they don't care. I'm not saying they don't care. I, mean, I don't even want to say like that. I think it's more like they when it comes to like like 
the population of people who voted no last time, like relatively, it was the fourth most important thing. So I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I just think it's like relatively, you know, for the kids at school. And and then I, I mean that, that I don't think that that's that much of a surprise. It, I, I think it is important to them. It's just it's it, four out of eleven, right? And a four well, and this is, again going back to our question. This is what their what their priorities are for the consideration as we, as the question says, evaluate future plans. So um, these are the things that are are important to them to understand and know more of. So, I mean, the, the, the point of view, somebody can say, point of view, hey, it's, it's really, really important. The cost has to be right first, above, above everything else. But so long as the cost is, is right, that's like the next most important thing. Sure. Like, so again, I, I just, I, I think the context is important. But I think it's fair to say like, hey, historic preservation, like across the board, it was less important than everything else. Like that's a factual statement based on the data. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, Okay. So, okay. We just look through it. So that was the cut yes versus no, and then um, and then we just cut um, like, are you gonna have a child down the next four years? Are you not gonna have a child in down the next four years, but you still have a child within the school system? And um, do you know? Did you have children in NPS uh, in NPS NPS in the Medfield public schools in the past, but no longer do? And you know, so the the yes no split, right? You, you go from um, kind of 77, yes, 6% did not vote. Um, so I would leave, you know, 17% as no to kind of 50, 44, 6 for the, the middle cohort. And then, um, you know, 24, 74, 2 for um, the people who no longer have um, children in the schools. And like we talked a lot, a lot about this in, in the, in the, the our, our meeting yesterday. About um, to be real clear, like at a, at a singular point point in time, based on a singular plan, like that's how those people voted. It doesn't mean that they don't want to school. It's just based on the plan that was laid forth and the cost that was laid forth. Like that's how, like the data says that that vote came in, and it's but it is but I but I think you could say again factually based on the data, you have like a landslide. For yes, for people who are in school, and you had a landslide for no, for people who no longer have children in school, right? Any like any election, you had 75, 25, like you would say it was a landslide. Um, so it just raises like this. There is this um, material gap in terms of how people um, voted last time, relative to if they were going to um, potentially directly benefit from the new building. And so I think about going forward in terms of just everything in communication and education and advocacy, like we just have to be very cognizant of um, helping people to understand, not just for people who have children in school, but for the entire town. Like, why are we doing this? What's the importance of it? Why does it benefit them? And, you know, why it's important to, you know, for everything, you know, what we're going to spend the next three years doing this. Like, so. Um, and again, it, it kind of it kind of cuts the same way as the yes and no because of the proportion of the votes in terms of what's important. So I, don't know, I just want to flip to the next slide. Um, so it's a it's just another cut, but um, you, you largely see the same thing. Um, 
So if you are going to have a child in Dale, like location is much less important to you than um, educational programming and the SBC process. And again, cost less important relatively. So you know, if you have a, if you have a, for that cohort of people, what they said relatively is like, uh, like I care less about the location, I care less about the cost, I want a great school, like period. And um, you know, and go get some MSBA funding <laughs> while you're at it. Um, so there's not, I, 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 like, you know, you can, you know, look at this, but I, I think we've kind of made all the points. Um, you know, but it, it just kind of like, as you see the bar, it's kind of trend, you know, from educational programming, you know, steps down. Again, it's not for the, um, for the people who have, just look at the bars, I think it's true. Yeah. So the people who have um, no longer have children in Dale, but still have children in school, educational programming is still the most important factor. It's just relatively not as important as um, the people who will have a child in Dale. Um, Anyway, um, I wish we could up. know, and I, I mean, I know, right, he's, so there's anonymity, but maybe just another demographic, well, it would be interesting to understand where in the town people live in response to the questions, because if you're, if you're out of the school system, you're out of the district, you're not, you have no more kids in school, maybe you never did, and location is really important. Do you live in the Dale Street area and you're concerned about not having that school nearby? Do you live in the Wheelock area and you're concerned about having another school nearby? Like it would be really interesting to understand why location is so important to the, the families that don't have kids in the school. And I would just love to see that like on a scatter graph of like where they're located mm -hmm. because it's hard to like that location is very broad. But, what about the location is concerning? Is it impact to your neighborhood? Is it you feel like your neighborhood's losing something? That would be really helpful to I dig think into. that's something that would get granular as the process moves on. But I can tell you as far as if we knew where these people, from my opinion, if we knew where these people lived or everyone who responded lived, I don't think it would matter because if we had another 600 votes, we have enough votes to tell you that that's substantially the answers are going to not change. Does that make sense? I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I think as we get down the road and we think about from the communications perspective, like where do we, like, how do we now take the next step? I That's when you think about that, right? But, community engagement as far as, hey, we're selecting a site. These are the options. Please come discuss. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, there are, I adamant, you know, about that. And I, I, I know um, Carol covered at the beginning, but. Um, you know, we're going to leave the survey open because we want everybody who wants to participate and, and right. So I, I, as we discussed, it's like this is a preliminary draft of what we've seen so far of you know, roughly 800 respondents. We're going to leave it open for another week and a half mm -hmm. uh, to capture everybody who wants to participate. Um, but like the the number of respondents are big enough now, right? When you have when you have a sample of 300, if you got an extra 100. And they voted the complete opposite. <laughs> like you're still going to kind of wind up with the same relative themes that we have here. So, like, I feel good. And Timmy, I think if you cut across town, um, you may wind up with different pockets that kind of skew one way or another. But I think the overall theme, you know, could be hard for it to not stay the same. But it, not to say it can move a little bit here and there. But regarding 
regarding our demographics and you know where people live in this town, do we have the percentage of who, uh, how many children get cost versus walking to school? Wouldn't that play a role in it all? It's like 83, 84 percent. Yeah, it was 85 percent last mm -hmm. time we talked. Okay. So therefore, <laughs> demographics would not play as large a role, in my opinion, right? Because they're already being busters to <clears throat> Dale or to Wheelock. Well, it sounds like the families with children don't care much about the location. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Did we get it to anybody like that's on the board for the senior center to distribute to the seniors? Um, well, I was working on that. Yeah, we're working yeah. on that. Because I think that's demographic for. I did send it move forward. To, We've got to find a way to get that part of our community to. I sent it to senior center members and asked to help with that push. <laughs> But Bob's actually going to go there, and today, uh, at a town hall, uh, would, I sent an email to Medfield TV, so they'll um, put that up now, so that we're running thing about the survey. And we just keep saying to people, if you just, you know, you send it to 10 people and you tell all of them, please just send it. That is, that seems, by the data, because we asked, you know, how'd you find out? That is, you know, that is the way it's spreading. Other than if you have a you know really complete email list, what objective, and we can send it out right away. That's seventy-seven percent on the last slide. That I don't know. That's just shocking to me. Like that's those are people who are going to have kids, you know, at the school, and that's not closer to one hundred percent. Like that's where you talking. It was on the, the previous slide. It was like seventy-seven percent voted. Yeah. Yes, right. Well, seventeen percent voted no would be the other thing. Yeah, it'd be, if you if you thought that around, it would be um, it'd be seventy seven to seventeen. So whatever that comes out, so kind of like six to one. Okay, because the, the people did not vote. Obviously, the votes would count. So yeah, you know, so it'd be like eighty four to sixteen plus or minus. Yeah. Be the, Still, it's surprising um, that your kids going in. Yeah, and it's just. I don't know. You're it not interested be, in 100. percent I, I, I would I be it. close to 100. percent I get right? what you're saying. Closer, you're never going to be. No matter yeah. what. But on any any yeah. topic, any question, no matter what, there's 20 percent, and that's why Bill said 79 to 25 so, on the landslide. 80 to 18. Okay. Um, right. Like, but again, like we need. Yeah. We need 66 percent. Right. And like, you know, so like, yeah, you expect. That cohort to be you know mostly in favor, like never everybody's never going to be all in favor. Um, but when you have a cohort more than twenty five percent, or you know, yeah. relatively twenty four to um, you know seventy four. Teresa's got her hand raised. Yeah. Actually, um, go ahead, Teresa. Sorry. No, no worries. Um, this is actually for Christine. I was, and I don't know if you know this, but have our have our subscriptions gone up? <laughs> for to get alerts from the SBC committee. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I think you know, at every outreach we do, you know, besides taking in the survey and getting that input, we want to make sure that we're getting our followers up um, for a future outreach. Yeah. So that's a good question that I, I'm going to piggyback on. We have. Comments obviously that came in, and then we need to discuss. You know, I'm of the opinion we share this. 
Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Maybe not right now because we should get finalized the vote, but I, you know, this yeah. is that's already public as far as I'm concerned. You know, this graph. Yeah, this is this is a summary. And when we close the preliminary draft summary. Yeah. <laughs> and then so when it's when it finished, we'll update and yeah. then we will be sharing it publicly. You said that we wouldn't we did ask Christine will everything will go out, including the comments. We don't have a summary tonight on the comments, so, so there's many. Do we want to share them all? We have to. We have to. We okay. asked and we've learned that. So um there that needs to be on to share. Yeah. Do you have to redact names? We can't. Apparently, we're not allowed to. Oh, we did say it was anonymous, right? We did. Um, yeah, but so, so there's no names of what people commented on, but I'll, I'll just tell you now that there's a couple of people that um, had a hard time making a comment respectfully. Well, that's why I am. And I actually um, met with Christine and asked because we were going to just black the names, not the comment. Yeah, the names, but we can't do that really? um, legally. Okay, open meeting a lot of public. So uh, we we are checking out though that if we do future surveys, that we can put in the introduction. If you list somebody by name, we will you know take out the name, sure. and that we're going to ask Mark Sorrell for an opinion, and so that in future surveys we would have that ability because right? yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Somebody wanted us to hear the, the comment and read it. So, um, whatever. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of comments. I just know um, when things are anonymous, you know, you get on Twitter. And, and yeah, no, that, that's, that's my point. If, if, like, if you have a comment, like, you want to take a shot, like, hey, like, come here and do it. Like, don't yeah, do yeah. comments. Yeah. Like, <laughs> easier to do it behind a computer. Well, that's, a, that's, that's exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, but all right, so we'll we'll publish every, everything. Um, well, and so my only comment on the publishing of everything, which is great. What about Phil's work with the NPS stuff? Because it, we were just explained. I, I had it wrong when we started because I haven't had to score in my head as a single question. Yeah, so, so if we um, take Phil's analysis, which was well done, thank you again. Without any explanation of the motor score and what it means relative, like right. that wasn't part of the survey. The survey results can be absolutely shared and should be right, and as there. well as the comments. Yeah. Um, so we um, looked at it during our meeting last night. So yep. um, this go back to the front page. I mean, we can this, this, we can build out the if you think it's helpful, like the explanation on page one. Um, just or not, not the picture though. I mean, we can just include it in our minutes yeah. of your presentation. Just scroll, scroll down just a touch. Yeah, why don't we um, do that? Right, because, you know, rankings, rankings with done scoring, you say traditional technology with scoring is percentage by bullets, less percentage of what's three bullets. Like, yeah. So that's definitely what is in here. Um, so then, I mean, again, I don't really care. I just don't. We read it wrong without using the word. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of smart people in this room. So, but another way uh, to have, do it. Good. Go ahead, Teresa. So, just an idea on something we can talk about because, to your point, it's interpretation and context. You know, we're very quick to just give a very flat version. What if we just do an, a narrative version um, that's a, a video based version of the result? It's still the summary, but it has the audio to go with it to go through some. 
of that explanation of what MPS is. To your point, um, just an idea. We can think about producing that and discuss that as a maybe. I mean, honestly, I, I think that's a really good way to look at the survey, the way you look at it. So I actually, the way it's presented, I don't care if we just present it. Who cares? Like it's, we're, we're at how we're sitting it. Might as well share with everybody else. Well, so. this is in minutes anyhow, because we're yeah. having it at our meeting and this meeting, right? So so the survey um, we'll give both itself the and would, would need to be... You know, like just be put on the website it's survey with nothing other than the raw data. Okay. Um, yeah, that's not like the raw data. Like, so all the comments want to get extracted. And like, uh, Christine, I, I, I assume if we got to put the comments up there, like we got to show 800 rows of data with every single line item that came in. Is mm -hmm. that true? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be planning on putting more out there. So I mean, I, so I put the raw data, like the Excel dump of the raw data, or I, I, I don't know if I include Excel or just the PDF of it. And then, um, so the survey monkey will create just the PDF of all the results. It'll create. It actually exports into Excel. Oh, it does. Is how it works. Right, then we can just, then we can make it whatever yeah. you want. Okay. So the question uh, might be: um, So we're meeting on the twentieth. This the small group is. And then we can wait till our next big meeting and then push it out after that, or we can do our summary at our on the twentieth and then and then push it out. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm hypersensitive to um unlike the narrative that it doesn't get misconstrued. Like I think that I tried to make this very balanced in terms of just data based. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But well, I'm not what kind, kind of narrative do you think is better than the comments? Other than that, what do you think? Yeah, I and maybe um so, so. I'm, service, I do <laughs> I'm just saying that we shouldn't necessarily put all of that data, all of those comments. I don't know what they are, but and then not have a meeting for months and just what people decide the narrative they decide to create with that. I know that's gonna happen anyways, but it doesn't I feel like they should sort of be close together, just in my opinion, versus like a June posting and then we don't meet till September. Yeah, I mean, you could you could have a like if we want to, we could do a you know a town hall where we just kind of do the twenty minute blurb that we just did, and, or I mean, people could obviously pull up this video too. Mm -hmm. So you could say, go to you know the whatever day is June, whatever meeting, you know, starting at the I'm not forty two minute mark for the discussion. It's so early though, too, in our group's process. Other than um, some comments. Yeah, I just think with all the controversy last time, it's nice to have them closer together. But if nobody else is concerned, that's totally fine. Are we not? Uh, is the big group not meeting? I was going to say, we can, we can actually talk about the next meeting. Too. Okay. I, mean, I, I don't, I'm not necessarily sold on not meeting ever in July and August. We've kind of kept speaking and working. Yeah. Um, so, maybe, so maybe let's talk about that at vote, right? So, closing the survey on the 16th. 
I'll cut the date over the weekend. Yeah. I'll update this. And then it'll be final. We'll talk about it in our meeting. It'll be public because we'll be talking about it in our meeting. Um, you know, at that point, do we want to post to the website and then, you know, put out hometown weekly patch, same communication message. Thank you for taking the survey. Results can be found here, um, including a summary of you know, the data that came in. I think we should meet as a group first before we go that route. Okay. Okay. First one. So then, so if we don't meet in July or August, we'll be holding it, which I'm not saying it's bad. We can, we can meet on Zoom though, right? Like it is, it's nice that we're all here, but we can physically meet on Zoom just to talk yeah, about it. the results and make sure we're all clear on what came in. And I guess my, my personal concern, a little bit probably with Meredith, is if this is just a raw data dump and people are stopping us all individually and we haven't come together to kind of understand this type of narrative together, then we're not helping move forward in regards to like how we should be understanding the data. Yeah, I would say like it's um, the, the data. other than the comments, which you guys haven't seen. So maybe so so it would be right to go through the comments, like the the themes of the data aren't going to change. Right. I don't think we're saying they're going to change. I just think we should have come together as, as a group, group before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it just. I, I think that's important. I think it's important. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to. I, I think it is yeah. also important that like we not wait months. Yeah, and I think okay. the timeliness of thank you for taking it. It's now closed. Here are the results. Well, we and, shouldn't wait till September to meet again anyway. Yeah, no. I came up at a family meeting board. People had said maybe we shouldn't meet in the summer. That's why I brought that up. I mean, we're we're just seeing this now too. I mean, as as I reread this, I'm gonna think of more questions to ask that we should probably be addressing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. You're seeing that there there's no rules still about not meeting virtually. We can do that, right? Yeah. So why don't we just why don't we why don't we yeah. meet virtually towards the end of June? End of June. Well, if they're all done with their survey in the 20th, we want to be timely with getting it out to everybody. Um I mean, I would say for the week of July 4th or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to speak yeah. about that. There's no reason why we all can't be on the 20th of the June. June. Like, it's, yeah. it shouldn't be wrapping up at that point. Like, what are, yeah, yeah. We, we made a date ourselves the 20th. We just want to make it a full. Is it uh, virtual or here or what? Yeah, whatever we, you want. We meet in the Warren Committee room, but we can meet here. What time are you guys meeting? We meet at 7. On the 20th. On the 20th. It's just what we um, agreed to the other day. Mm -hmm. I need to stop sharing what I can't. Yeah. Right. I just not like, let's just make yeah. sense. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, but yeah, there's not like, other than the comments, which everybody should take a read through. It's yeah. like, the stuff in here is not going to change. Right. And I, I don't say that, like, yeah. just respectful people yeah. haven't voted yet, but it's just like, there's enough of an end. Right. No, I Okay, uh, I'll, I'll meet him at that, that time. I'm sorry, I get distracted for a moment. So what? Six crashing the party. You're crashing the party. Okay, that's fine. Do you guys want me to send that out again? Or? Okay. The uh, survey? If we send a second reminder, we send it. That'd be awesome. Just tell them it closes on. What date is it? Fifteenth. It closes. That would be great. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Good. All right. So we'll make the twentieth uh, full meeting. What we'll meet here, or we're doing virtual. So here. Um, so here. Open. Okay, I'm going to say if it's at night, that's fine. We'll say that at the one. There's a one, and you might not apply, it won't be there. But I mean, just, I don't think if people yeah. want to watch or whatever, I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's something. I don't think it's more than a lot of people should not be. Yeah. 
<laughs> Are we more important? The high school library on the 20th. 7 p.m. 7. Um, and we'll just all discuss the data and, and that'll be our agenda. Yeah. And that'll be our agenda. Just, just go through it. No, there'll still be a remote option, right? On the 20th, because I'll still be remote. Yes, yes. Yeah, definitely. Teresa's not there. Um, I'm, I'm at wondering this should we, before the 20th, yeah. Make it so you can see the comments. Yeah, if you don't mind sending us the PDFs just so we can yeah. read them and come prep them as part of the agenda. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it should be. Yeah, it's going to be public anyway. Yeah, because so you, yeah. well you know it's there's a lot of comments. There's a lot of scrolling. Here. Sure. So um, yeah. Okay. So that's um, when we close on the 16th. Isn't that a Friday? Um, um, agenda will be posted yes. on um, Monday is the holidays. Okay. Um, Wait. Monday is the holidays. So, do you like? Do you do you need one of us to come over for the survey to make it into the PDF? Huh. Yeah. Just send, Just send it to you. You can put it in. Then you can I, I, can, I can. I can. I can. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can get it by the You just have to get in everyone's packet in order for them to see them. When's the packet though? It'll be posted. You can post it in the agenda on the board. Yeah. But but that's before it closes. Right. That's my concern with timing. You know what? Maybe maybe the thing to do it's only two if we time, but if we finalize on the sixteenth, it's too late or it's too late because we want to see if able to get that together for you. To get sorry, get what? But it makes sense to post it with the Agenda the following maybe a weekend. Following. Okay. No, I was like twenty-seven. No, no, no. I, that's I, I. I was just trying to. It just came in a PDF. Yeah. Make sure for me to follow. Why don't we do? It would be easier. I don't know. I, I can be here, but I'm just saying if it's easier for people. What do you, what, do you, what is what is it your preference? Your preference is waiting at the weekend meet? Oh, it just sounds like it's it's kind of like with the holiday. Just... Yeah, so now I just I really think you want to look at it before we sit and yeah. discuss it. But but if it ends on the sixteenth and then there's the weekend and the holiday, I don't see how we're gonna get it to you in the PDF form right. in time for the twentieth. This is this right. is definitely not possible. What about the twenty seventh? Okay, because you want to meet your okay. make so your meeting the twenty seventh. The survey ends on the sixteenth. Yeah. Yes. Then you have to put it in the PDF form and then share it with all, everyone so they can look at it. Yeah. But the agenda has to be out on the 14th until any materials you would send would need to be attached. So you can't send the materials after the agenda. No, you don't like to do that. You don't like yeah. can you do that. You will just email it to you. I just, you know, you can email it off to the committee when you finalize it in PDF on the 16th. Okay. Send it out to everybody. Get it talk to me. I just probably won't get it posted to the agenda so I get everybody back on top of it. And you're okay that it doesn't go with the agenda then that it comes later as an attachment. That's fine. No, we don't okay. get no doing that. We the small subcommittee won't 
be meaningful all be there. So do we want to, what if we propose the 27th? Well, so, so can we, Lena. I'm just wondering if maybe the subcommittee should meet on the 20th and then, like you said, like we then are able to, to package this, send out the summary and the PDF and the comments to everybody for either yeah. meeting the 22nd or the 27th. Or yeah, I think, I think that's yes. fine. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, we're excited. The 22nd or the 27th? 27th. 27. And we'll keep the 20th. 27th? All right. 27th and 7th? Uh, sorry. I cannot do the 27th, but I don't mean to be. What day that we can you do it? Um, 26? 28? Yeah, probably the 26. Modification, sorry, on the 27th. 26. 26? 26 and 7th. 21st? Right, so High school library or here? Are we back here? What is wait long time? You can be here. We can be here. Okay. 7 p.m. the 26th. All the safety level. Okay. And then we'll go back and keep our 20th. And that will give us time to get it all ready for you. And it will, it will get to you before. It will stay. Yeah, it's the 26th. If you can get it to us yeah. the evening of the 21st, then we can make sure the agenda with all the links so that it's posted all at the same time get that. 26th morning. Sorry, the 22nd morning. Okay. Um, just as a radiation, uh, you guys as a subcommittee have done a lot of work. I really yeah, appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. Nice Excellent. Um, all right. So that. We're already into my last, um, my second to last um, future meetings on. Um, so we have one scheduled for the end of June now. Um, what does everyone think during the I mean, I know we're going to have vacation, but we're not going to have, we're going to have a forum, but we won't have full, full participation through July and August. I'm happy to meet um, during those times. Um, well, Mike, what are some of the upcoming? Topics that you're yeah, so that's the other thing. So, not a ton. So, generally speaking, we have only a little bit of time until MSBA gets back to us, relatively. You know, they come back in October, November, November, even August last night. Even August last night. So, we, we, we definitely still at some point want to have the uh, mm -hmm. Jeff and Steve. Right, so we pushed that off just in the school year stuff. Yeah. Steve got injured, Jeff's been busy. Um, I think that could probably wait until the fall, but I'm, I'm happy to do that. Maybe summer's better for them to do that. Um, Jeff, that's up to you. We, we talked about kind of the educational plan kind of talk um, yeah. that Michelle had brought up originally. Yeah, I'll talk to Steve about it and see kind of whatever you got to the meeting, we'll try to figure out a schedule. This, this, I mean, I'd like to do it in the fall, but and then Hilly uh, uh, maybe invite to do like the sustainable with the energy committee. I, I feel bad in the summer, but yeah, yeah, if we can wait till fall. Just I think that's probably better. Um, I would just like to do it because it's, I just think we should do it earlier in the fall because I think. It's obviously very important. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like so I early in the fall would be great. So yeah, Mansfield Day, um, we were talking about getting a booth. Mm -hmm. So 
be good to spend some time talking about what we would like to do at that group to promote our work. Okay. So that could be that would make sense to talk about in July. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. What else? So do we want to try to pick a July date now, or are we waiting? I was I was hoping to pick one. Okay, so um, let's. So. So because of the summertime, what are people's thoughts on meeting virtually, like earlier afternoon or something like that? Like this. I know it's work based, so some people are going to say hard no, and some people are going to say that's easier. Like how we're it could be four o'clock for lunch. Yeah, I'm just you know what I mean. I'm I'm more thinking like towards the end of the work day. Yeah, candidly, I don't live in midfield during the summertime, so it's a commute for me, and it is what it is. But I'm happy to make the commute if everyone else wants to leave. Personally, I'm very virtual. Um, flexible. Yeah, Probably have other conflicts too. Again, I think we'll probably have other conflicts too. What's the way that we right? Oh, this is probably virtual, right? It's about Yeah. And that's fine, like I said. Inevitably, someone's not going to be here. So if we did on the night, on the 19th, virtual, can I just ask that everybody around the week of the 10th just to try? Is there anybody away the week of July 10th, any day on that week? Here I am. Just the 10th. So everybody? Yeah. Oh, I we we uh, have a meeting on the 11th, the subcommittee does. Okay. Uh, so build on that. Build on that or take yeah. another. What would your question? 10th or 11th? Yeah. 11th. What time is your committee? It's 7th. 7th. We'll be meeting what, 4 you want to move it up? Want to do in five? Five. Yeah. five. five on what do you do in person? You guys are going to meet in person. I mean, that's it's fine. Yeah, cool. We're going to be there. Five o'clock on the eleventh. That works. Yeah. Okay. All right. Eleven. The eleventh at five p.m. Okay. So we have our agenda set for the next one. I guess for the um, the only other thing I'll put on the 26th agenda, and Meredith obviously is talking about, mm -hmm. I'm just thinking, obviously, we're about what the survey results will be kind of a main topic. Mm -hmm. Any other agenda items? So, like the five minute blurb I did on site selection, is there anything like that? Um, not to fill time, but to give some background and color of where we stood last time. Just let me know ahead of time, and I'm happy to have it. Okay. Or any other agenda items that you're thinking about? Um, I. Um, Survey results kind of back me up here. 
at some point we really got to talk to Mather and his friends and his work committee. Uh, we, we really need to start thinking about costs and what um, that is going to be a driver for this project. It just and um, at some point, this town needs a school, and I'm incredibly um, optimistic that this group will get it done. Regardless, the town needs to pay for it somehow, starting in my opinion. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know Steve talked a little bit about it, and this like idea of maybe potentially what Hingham's doing or other towns or other options, but yeah. Um, I'm happy to participate <clears throat> as appropriate, but I think that we got to start kind of pushing together as a team with the barn committee in that direction, at least to start understanding what options look like. And because if, it, if you just draw a map between today and the next town meeting, the reality is if you want to make any progress, you probably need to start kind of like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, I think it's really important. Even if we don't get it done for this year, at least we have oh, to it'll be see. done for this year. What's yeah. that? It'll be done for this year. What's that? I, I'm already meeting with the shares of the warrant committee to put together a plan okay. um, to do that. Yeah, I don't think it's our good decision, but I think we need to help it okay. any way we can. Right. One suggestion was just to make it um, a little less personal in Midfield was to go for surrounding towns, what's been built in the last five years, what the cost, how big, make a little chart just to get people in the ballpark for understanding what is happening in schools right now. So like the size of the school, the cost, mm -hmm. and when it was finished, or, you know, you got some, that surrounding, and then we start looking, and say, that sounds crazy, and they say, well, here's, here's all the projects, mm -hmm. and where are we in the middle, right? We're not at the top, we're not at the bottom, kind of thing. Um, because, some, you know, people don't have any sense of what schools are costing. Um, Teresa, go ahead. Yeah, I was just, you know, um, something to consider maybe for our next agenda or, or the July agenda is how to kind of organize ourselves around some of these themes and topics that we know that we need to do more educational outreach and whether that's, I mean, obviously we'll be doing other surveys, but, you know, um, articles that we can write to put up on the websites and the things, those, those are things that our communication subcommittee has uh, said that, you know, we'll probably, you know, we need to be talking about. So maybe think about how we're going to have ourselves organized um, kind of going forward around some of, some of these topics. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe we can probably put our heads together. Looking at the time, it's nine twenty. Yeah. Okay. Not we, have any, we have no questions. Chris says okay. he'll remain a member. Um. No. I. The only. The only reaction that I thought I would just share is was really in in response to your question when you said is the is the Dale site too small? If you were to go and look at the designs that were submitted by all the other architects who applied who submitted an RFP, there were some very interesting designs there where you could see that those designs weren't necessarily, the space wasn't necessarily too small. And I also think that, that we got into a bit of a conundrum by um, with the grade configuration. There was so much time spent on the grade configuration. And my recollection is, um, and I would love to go back and look at some of this, 
is that so much because we submitted both a, a, a four five and a three four five option that the architects really had to make sure that it was doable for both. And what happened was there were a lot of designs that ended up being a lot more focused on the three four five. Um, and so when you were looking at that as part of the slight selection, you were sort of overwhelmed by building because it had started with the three four five. I would I would argue that it would be really good to make a great configuration first and have a great configuration decision first before going into the site wall. They would want to buy the site a lot better. Yeah. I mean from my recollection last time, it was certainly a school committee decision. As far as grade select, grade size selection, but also we backed them up on two grade, even though the preference was three grade, it was just much more money and we knew that we couldn't probably pass that. Okay, I can ask you a question. I'm sorry to go back because I, I just couldn't get off mute, mute soon enough on the car. Um, like, as I just look at like a map of town and town space, stuff like that, was like Metacomet ever considered or not? Um, Metacomet, is that. Um, yeah, that was and the tennis court, and the baseball field side. Yeah, but I just went to draw simple polygons to measure site size, and it's actually like a fairly large site. I'm just curious about who that worked out. I don't know. That's your puppy. Thank you. I don't. It, it wasn't listed there. Okay. That way. Thank you. Um, I don't. We own that all that land, right? It's a fair custody of park and recreation, but I don't know whether or not it was strictly recreation of this Article 97 conservation land. Yeah, I think that was the problem with McCarthy is that it's under park and rec, it was Article 97. Now it's like a hard one. Yeah. All right, at this time, I'll uh, motion to adjourn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do a roll call. Bill Warren, yes. Carolyn Casey, yes. Robert Worth, yes. Bob Me, yes. Bob Donahoe, yes. Michelle Kirkby, yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.